Hey everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of WrestleFania, the only podcast in the entire world but the very real sport of professional wrestling. I am the host with the most, the greatest heel on Twitter and in podcast history. My friends and family call me Brandon, but all of you losers can call me WrestleBrand, as in at WrestleBrand on Twitter. If you're not already following me, then you are a dumbass and you should fix that and follow me now. Especially if you're already following at WrestleWatcher, who is my co-host because he is the worst. I am the best. He is the worst. I am the best. Anyways, this Sunday is WWE Extreme Rules. So as we do every single month, we are here to give our predictions and run down the card. But first, I want to say, if you are not watching 205 Live, shame on you. You really should be. In my opinion, 205 is the best in-ring wrestling underneath the WWE umbrella. NXT, I think, is the best hour of wrestling underneath the WWE umbrella in terms of, yes, the wrestling, but also the roster, the storytelling, everything that needs to go into making professional wrestling great, in my opinion. But in terms of just in-ring work, I think 205 is the most consistent week to week this past week i think was perhaps the most well-rounded episode and the week before there was a match the year candidate mustafa ali versus buddy murphy and then no disqualification match just every week it is worth watching if you are a subscriber to the wwe network it's free on there well i guess it costs 9.99 but you know it's just do yourself the favor give it a chance since Enzo Mori was released, since he vacated the title, and Triple H has taken over the brand, it is fantastic. And I wish more people were watching it. So please, Gary, I'm speaking to you because you're our only listener. Watch the damn show. And now that my public service announcement is over, let me run through the Extreme Rules card. Starting with the kickoff match, The New Day versus Sanity in a tables match. Now, the booking of Sanity to me has been a bit confusing on SmackDown. First and foremost, it took a long time for them to even debut on television. Since they've debuted, they've been in the tag team mix, which is great, but they've already suffered a couple losses, which I question how strong that makes them look to people who maybe were not watching NXT. So I think that they really need this win. The New Day losing in a tables match is not going to affect them at all. There's even a rumor that the New Day are going to be broken up in the near future. So beating Sanity, they would not benefit from that at all. Sanity, on the other hand, would definitely benefit from a win over what has been the top tag team in the WWE for the last couple years. Then we have Finn Balor versus Constable Baron Corbin. The Constable gimmick is really, I think, the last shot at getting Baron Corbin over. He's been doing all right with it. He's been making the most of it, I think. Um, He's definitely been in the mix and in the main event pitcher on Raw, which is 
more than what he ever did on SmackDown. But I have to go with Finn Balor as the winner. And that brings us to the Raw Tag Team title match. Woken Mad Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus the B Team. You know, the Raw Tag Team division could be great. You have the Revival, which I think is pound for pound the best tag team easily in the WWE, possibly in all professional wrestling right now. You have the Authors of Pain, who should be on Raw every single week, just tearing through opponents. But instead, those teams are used sporadically. And they have not really gotten a chance to truly shine. The Revival did get a nice win on Raw a couple weeks ago over Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. And they've been a bit more in the mix the last few weeks. And Authors of Pain have resurfaced after being kept off television for some unknown reason. So... I'm hoping this is a sign that things are moving in the right direction for those teams. And I like Woke and Matt Hardy. I like Bray Wyatt. But they are both boring right now. The WWE has really done nothing with the Woken gimmick. After all this hype, after the Ultimate Deletion match, since WrestleMania when they've become a tag team, they've not progressed the character at all. They've not done any fun segments. It's just been more of like normal Matt Hardy, I would say, who yells, except that he yells, delete during his matches and you know he's been losing a lot in singles action the b team has been pushed strong which is great i think for Bo dallas and curtis axel they are both very talented they're both very deserving of a push but if hardy has been losing the last few weeks i think that means that extreme rules they're going to retain and i'm hoping this sets up a i would not mind a multi-tag match for SummerSlam create a little bit of chaos in the division and give somebody an opportunity, ideally either the Revival or Authors of Pain, to get a big title win on the second biggest show of the year and really just strap the rocket to them and let them shine. That's what I say. And what I say goes because I am the heel, mother father. We also have the SmackDown Women's Champion Carmella versus Asuka with James Ellsworth suspended above the ring in a shark cage. The WWE really loves this gimmick the last few years. Um, I want to say Asuka wins. Asuka should win. She needs the opportunity to have a title run on the main roster. After everything she did in NXT, after the undefeated streak, after her awesome showcase match at Wrestlemania this past year even though she lost she deserves a shot at being champion on either brand and Carmella already beat her I'm not sure what that means for Asuka if Carmella wins again you know the Shark Age does keep James Ellsworth out of the match but you know there's always going to be shenanigans you know that Ellsworth is going to find some way to escape and probably affect the outcome of the match so even though I think Asuka should win, I think that Carmella will win. And I'm thinking we will see a Carmella-Charlotte Flair rematch at SummerSlam where Charlotte can retain the title. Or rather, regain the title, not retain. Regain. One of these days, I will learn how to speak and do podcasts properly. But, you know, we only have one listener. So, Gary, deal with it. 
Anyways, we also have another women's title match. Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax in an Extreme Rules match. I think that we see Alexa Bliss get the win. Extreme Rules, so there will be some kind of shenanigans. Ronda Rousey will be ringside. So, you know, she's going to factor into that match somehow. But I see Alexa Bliss retaining and setting up Bliss Rousey at SummerSlam and Rousey getting the win and the title. We have United States champion Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I think it's great that Jeff Hardy got the opportunity as the U.S. champ. But Nakamura needs that title more right now. He had, what, four opportunities on pay-per-view to win the title? Maybe three. But... He failed to beat AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. And now I think the United States Championship would be very beneficial to him as a character. And I think he'd be great in the role. You know, U.S. title. He's a foreign heel wrestler. They always love doing that gimmick. So I could definitely see that happening. And he would have fantastic matches. And I expect this match to be fantastic as well. But I think the match of the night is going to be the Intercontinental title match of Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins in a 30-minute Iron Man match. You know, this might be the match that actually makes me watch Extreme Rules because I'm not overly excited about this card. And I feel like I've been saying that the last couple months, really since WrestleMania, but Raw and SmackDown, to me, have been very repetitive lately. Not really worth tuning in for. I've been reading the results online once in a while, watching the clip, but they've not made me want to tune into the actual shows and invest five hours of my life in watching both. But this is the type of match that you know is going to be fantastic. I do love how Ziggler and Andrew McIntyre have been booked lately, and I see Ziggler retaining. We have SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No. Uh, this will be a fun little match, I think. You know, Daniel Bryan, Kane will do their all, all their usual stuff. But this has to be a one-and-done thing. This tag team reunion is not beneficial for Daniel Bryan. Supposedly, he only has so much more time left on his WWE contract. I'm hoping he renews. But there's only so much time to see... The matches that we wrestling fans want to see. We want to see Brian versus Styles. We want to see Brian versus Samoa Joe. We want to see all these dream matches. And Team Hell No versus the Bludgeon Brothers is just not a dream match by, I don't think, anybody's standards. And one good thing that will come out of this, though, I think, is that Team Hell No will lose. It will be because of outside interference from The Miz, who does not have a match at Extreme Rules. And, you know, they've been building up Brian and Miz for years since before Brian was ever even cleared. Actually, you can trace this all the way back to the first season of NXT. So this has been building for a long time. Seems like it would make a great SummerSlam match. So I see the Miz interfering and costing Team Hell No the match. We have Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens at a steel cage match. I love Kevin Owens. I have no reason to think that he will win. So my pick is Braun Strowman. We have Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is actually... It actually would be surprising to see him lose already. But there would be no shame in having him lose to Reigns. And I think that they're still building up Roman Reigns 
for a universal title match yet again against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. So I see Reigns getting the win here. And you know what? Lashley's just not over. I recently went to a WWE live event in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And the main event was an all-star tag. It was Braun Strowman. Sorry, it was an all-star six-man tag. It was Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and Bobby Lashley versus Elias, Kevin Owens, and Baron Corbin. Every band in that main event got a reaction. Strowman and Reigns got huge reactions. The crowd was literally silent for Lashley. On the way out, you know, live event, the baby faces usually win, especially in the main event. So the faces got the win. They were playing Braun Strowman's music. People were hanging out, trying to get pictures and cheering their asses off. Literally, they switched to Bobby Lashley's music, took the air out of the room, the place went completely silent, and people just started walking out the exit. People do not care about Lashley. They need to maybe turn him heel, but I do not see him getting the win over Reigns. Reigns has too much momentum behind him, as he usually does, and eventually, Lesnar's going to win that uh, sorry, has to lose that belt. And I think Reigns is going to be the one to do it. And I think it's going to be in August. Of course, I also said this back at WrestleMania. So what do I know? And then finally we have the main event, WWE Champion AJ Styles versus Rusev. You know, I want to say that Styles wins, but Rusev lost this past Tuesday. Styles kind of got the comeuppance on him. So does Rusev win this match? Does Rusev walk out WWE champion? I would love to see that happen. I like AJ Styles, but I think he's becoming a little bit tired as champion. Rusev would really shake things up. He's very over. But, you know, does it happen? That is the real question. And I think that, no, I see Styles holding on to that title, uh, at least till SummerSlam. So I see him retaining. So just to sum things up, Sanity will beat the New Day in a tables match. Balor will beat Corbin. Hardy and Wyatt will retain the tag belts over the B-team. Carmella will retain over Asuka. Alexa Bliss will retain over Nia Jax. Shinsuke will beat Jeff Hardy for the United States title. Ziggler will retain over Rollins. The Bludgeon Bros will retain over Team Hono due to interference by The Miz. Strowman will beat Owens in the Steel Cage match. Reigns will beat Lashley. And Styles will retain over Rusev. Whew. This is going to be a long pay-per-view. I think I do plan on watching at least bits and pieces of it Sunday night. Again, not overly excited for it. But at the end of the day, I'm a wrestling fan. And I really want to see that 30-minute Iron Man match for the Intercontinental title. And some of the matches are a little intriguing. Especially if the outcomes are a certain way. Like, if Nakamura wins the United States title, I'll be very excited. If Rusev wins the WWE title, I'll be very excited. Will those happen, though? Only time will tell. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Oh, and follow me on Twitter, at Russell Brand. Now, peace.
you listen and you listen good. If you're hearing this, it might already be too late for me. I've been at my in-laws for two weeks. Yeah, I went home for a day to do some work, but I came back and I've been here for two weeks trapped up in New Hampshire. My wife, she went off with her mother to do look at some flowers or something, and I'm still here, but my father-in-law could walk in this room at any minute and interrupt me. So I need to get this done. I need to get this done fast. And I need to get home tomorrow so I can watch Extreme Rules, which is tomorrow night, starting at like 2 p.m. and going till Wednesday or something. No, from what I can tell, it's actually starting at 6 p.m. That's the pre-show now, going till 10.30 or so. The actual show starts at 10. There are 12 matches. This is what you get for dual pay-per-views. You're not going to get a pay-per-view every week. You're going to get one pay-per-view that's basically humongous every month. I don't even want to edit that out. Let's just go through all 12 matches. There are two pre-show matches. Uh, one of which shouldn't be a pre-show match. One of which should be a pre-show match. First one is Andrade Sam Ellis versus Sin Cara. They're starting to do a few with... I apologize for whispering, but I don't know how much time I'm going to have. They're starting to do a few with these two guys. And I think that's good because they have good chemistry. Uh, I saw a match they did the other day. Was it on SmackDown, I believe? And... Um, I thought it was pretty good. I kind of fast-forwarded a little bit through it, but what I saw was good. Uh, so to see them actually have a moment on, even if though it's on the pre-show, to, to give them a moment to try to show what they got together, I think that could be fun. Uh, and that's just a regular old singles match. Nothing extreme about it at all. Uh, and the second pre-show match is New Day versus Sanity, which could be a freaking fantastic match. It's a tables match, but again, it's on the pre-show. So I feel like, I remember the, the was it New Day and Usos did a pre-show match or the opening match once and they killed it and they basically stole the show. Uh, and I could see that happening again. Maybe not stealing the show because there's going to be a lot of interesting matches. But the fact that they're in the pre-show, you know they are going to bring it. And you know those uh, Sanity guys want to make a big uh, impression for their first quote-unquote pay-per-view match. So besides those two matches, we have... 10 other matches on the main show. And, I mean, I have no particular order. We have Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Nia Jax, maybe it's her voice, but she's starting to wear on me a little bit. Um, and her delivery of how she thinks, like, I'm going to get you in an extreme rules match. And I was like, oh boy, oh boy. Um, that could just be me being a jerk. I don't know. But Alexa Bliss needs to keep this. Needs to keep this match. Needs to keep the belt. Now, Ronda Rousey is going to be in the stands for this match. Probably just for this match. Imagine if she sat there the whole show. So there's probably going to be some shenanigans or something leading to the Alexa Bliss-Ronda Rousey match. And then maybe Nia Jax can go off to do another feud with somebody else. But this is the blow-off match for this feud. Alexa Bliss will retain and continue to be your champion. On the other side, we have women's champion of Carmella and Asuka. Is it Oscar's time? Is it finally Oscar's time? I mean, James Ellsworth is going to be in a shark cage. Yes, it's finally Oscar's time. James Ellsworth will be in it. Jeez, that's tough. Wouldn't she? Wouldn't be more fun if she wanted at SummerSlam? Um, hmm. I'm so torn whether I give this to Oscar or Carmella. Uh, I've enjoyed this kind of fun little storyline. James Ellsworth. Does he have front teeth? I'm not sure because. He hides them very well, or he has little ones, or he has none. But he is awful and terrific all at the same time. 
Um, so, no, with him in the shark cage, somehow Carmella is going to retain. Somehow it's going to be shenanigans, and Carmella is going to retain. So that's your two women's championship. But neither one will will uh, will change hands. There's also two tag team championship matches going. We got Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus the B team. It's just a tag team match. Nothing special. Nothing extreme. I mean, really. Hardy and Wyatt obviously are going to win this. There's no way the B team wins. B team has had lots of fun, and they've been fun seeing Bo Dallas make fun of his brother, getting all the way here. But this is where their winning streak ends. On the other side, the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No. It is time. Oh, I just got an email. It is time for Daniel Bryan to get his hand on some gold to give him a belt. He will be one half of the new tag team champions for SmackDown, as Team Hell No will defeat the Bludgeon Brothers somehow, some way. And again, that's just a tag team match. Nothing extreme. Probably can't do much extreme with Daniel Bryan anyway. Now, besides those two matches, we have a couple cha- of some singles championship matches. But let's not go there first. Let's look at these two. We got Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Finn Balor has to win. That's the end. We're not going to get the demon. We don't get the demon anymore. Baron Corbin looks much better with his shaved head, but he doesn't need, when he comes out, he doesn't need to stand there and bob and bob his head back and forth. He doesn't have hair to bob anymore, so there's no reason to do that. Also, the fact that he's in a scheduled match, he better not be in a suit. That looks stupid. Being in a suit when you're the constable of Raw is fine because all of a sudden you need to wrestle. There you go. But being dressed up for a a pay-per-view will look kind of dumb, so he should be in some kind of wrestling attire. I don't know why I care that much. Um, the match that the, the feud that they're trying to make the major feud, which is Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. I, I wish I cared more about this, but I do not. Will the match be fun? I don't even know. Like Bobby Lashley bores me more than Roman Reigns. And I wasn't watching during the first Bobby Lashley run, but was it like this before? Was he exciting? I remember seeing him, you know, shaving, helping shave Vince McMahon's hair with Trump, but there's nothing here that gets me like his acting um i may he's huge and maybe he'll be good in the ring i don't know i can't even really tell i don't care enough but this you know i'm gonna watch this and i'm gonna say you know hmm i mean roman reigns is probably gonna win right but bobby lashley's not a bad guy either they're both kind of supposed to be good guys Bobby Lashley, yeah, Bobby, Raymond, Roman Reigns is going to win this. Who am I kidding? Roman, 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 Roman. Oh, my God, I just heard a noise. My father-in-law could be coming out any minute. Little boy. Let's, um, what are we? Oh, oh, boy, oh, I think I hear someone coming. Oh, it's Saturday the 14th. Um, oh, we have more championship matches, okay? We have, let's go over some of the championship matches, some of the second-tier championship matches, like the IC belt and the U.S. championship. U.S. championship, Hardy versus Shinsuke. I like seeing Hardy dressed up like a psychopath. Um, the Hardy documentary on WWE Network was really good. Shinsuke, they talk about him possibly you know, leaving after this contract, going back to Japan. I'm telling you right now, Shinsuke Nakamura is going to win and be your United States champion. It's time for him to have a belt. It's time for him to have something to hold up, something to flaunt, especially as a heel. I think this would be good. Maybe he could kind of... Sp- and like kind of crap on it because he's he's not American and make fun of America. I don't know. But I think he should win this belt and he's going to win this belt and Shinsuke Nakamura will be your new United States champion. 
Now, the other belts, the IC belt, Ziggler versus Rollins. This match is going to be, I don't want to say the word lit because I'm 42 years old almost, but I'm talking about wrestling at 42, so really, how, how sad is that anyway? This match is going to be great, okay? Um, it's just a, it's an Iron Man match, so it's going to be awesome, and I think Rollins is going to win at the, in the end. He's going to get like a last-minute um, submission, or, or Dolph Ziggler is going to pass out at the last minute, and he'll be, you know, he... That, that counts as being done, I think. Um, or one other. Seth Rollins is going to win right at the last second. There you go. The Shinsuke-Jeff Hardy match is nothing. The Finn-Baron Corbin match is nothing. There's no extreme. There's not enough extremeness here. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of extreme matches. There's a tables match. There's one extreme rules match, which is the women's match. There's James Elworth above a ring. The Iron Man match and a steel cage match. Ooh, steel cage match. Strowman versus Owens. This will be the most fun match of the night. Owens will have the crap beat out of him, and Strowman's going to win. No doubt, no doubt. And lastly, but definitely not the last match of the show, even though to me it should be because this is the championship match. We got AJ Styles versus Rusev. Just another championship match. Rusev getting a little bump here, getting a nice championship uh, chance. But AJ Styles is going to win, right? So I'm looking at Wikipedia. It has this, these matches all over the place. I'm going to read them just in the order of Wikipedia, even though this is not the order of the match. Cien Almas is going to win over Sin Cara. Um, who? I think Sanity is going to win over New Day. I don't think I actually picked a winner there. So, so Cien Almas over Sin Cara. Sanity over New Day. Alexa Bliss over Nia Jax. AJ Styles over Rusev. Hardy and Wyatt over the B-Team. Uh, Carmella over Asuka. Team Hell No over the Bludgeon Brothers. Seth Rollins over Ziggler. Roman Reigns over Lashley. Shinsuke over Jeff Hardy. Finn Balor over Baron Corbin. And Braun Strowman over Kevin Owens. So I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, I want to thank Brandon for sending me his audio. I'm sure it's actually better quality than mine because I feel like I'm you know, hiding in a horror movie. Um, but the show's going to be tomorrow night. It starts at 6. I'm up at my in-laws. I'm going home tomorrow, but I don't know if I'm going to be home or done by 6. Hopefully I'll be home and sitting on my ass by 7, so I might miss, miss the pre-show. Big whoop. It's still freaking three and a half hours of wrestling. So if not four hours of wrestling. So I'll see you tomorrow. You can follow me on Twitter at WrestleWatcher. If Brandon isn't busy, you can follow him on Twitter at WrestleBrand. And, of course, check the website out at fans.experts.com. Everything we do is there. Brandon does a Metallica cast. I am starting a brand-new Mad Men podcast. We basically do everything we possibly can to not put any work into this wrestling podcast. But we do it still every month for you, Gary. We do it for you, Gary. Oh, my God, is he coming? I need to go. All right, so... Hopefully, I'll survive till tomorrow. But until then, I just want to say thank you for listening. And uh, in the words of the biggest jerk I know, peace. That's not experts.